Good morning, folks. You are now watching the Lisa with a Z podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Soler. Today we have a special guest. His name is Daniel Morrison. He's an MMA fighter coming out of Plantation, Florida, uh, representing John Wayne Martial Arts. One of my good friends. Super happy to have him on the show. Um, He has an upcoming fight this December 19th at the XFN Fight Promotion. And I'm super excited to see that show. I'm coming to see it live. I'm ready to see some action. Uh, Without any further ado, Daniel Morrison. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up? Thank you for having me today, Lisa. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, if he sounds a little tired right now, it's because this is our second take on this episode, honestly. Um, I had some technical difficulties the first round. Um, I did, however, watch everything um, that we talked about and, you know, what we can talk about and uh, cut some questions out so we can get down to the nitty gritty. Um, So, first of all, how are you today? I'm good. And it's not too early for me. Like, I was already kind of up, but um, I got wrestling practice in a little bit anyway. So that's why I was like up early anyway. So, right, right. So, what week are you in your fight camp training right now? Um, so, we're finishing up week seven after this. We are, well, not week seven, but like, I've been in fight camp for a long time, honestly. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, like your whole year, this whole year. How many fights have you been in this year? so far um uh two fights so far it's gonna be the third fight this year you know um so we're about six weeks out from this fight okay all right um you have been going through a winning streak right now um do you feel that's just because you have such a great group of coaches constantly keeping you busy um and like that that's like something that drives your work ethic towards being coming a better mma fighter um for me i feel like it's mostly just uh once my head was in the right place that's all i needed and obviously yeah, i have that great team and great coaches great training partners around me so you know they build me up and allow me to keep on going to the top and building and becoming a better fighter yeah um so taking on this last fight of the year um i think this is like some big news man this is a big fight for you the title shot. I know you've been wanting to get a title shot for some time now, especially in uh, MMA since you debuted. And um, honestly, it has been a journey. I have been watching your fight journey for the last two years since you debuted um, at XFN. And I've seen you in different uh, fight promotions as well. And you're just like an, an unstoppable force right now. It's like you, you ha- you're you on a mission. You're a man on a mission. You're trying to get to gold. You want to be great. Um, tell me what it is that motivates you to con- like keep going this process. And like, I mean, I, I know there has to be some struggles on the way, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, how do you deal with that type of stuff? Um, so for me, you know, the main thing that drives me is the fact that this is just my passion, right? Like I always think about the fact that I don't want to be doing a nine to five job. I don't want to, um, you know, sit in the office or do something that I'm not passionate about or like, you know, I see a lot of times where people are just doing a job just for money. Um, for me, I want to be able to do something that makes me happy, gets me out of bed in the morning and, you know, it drives me to be able to do this because I keep getting better and I can see the progression and I know what lies ahead. And I know that it's going to be something that's going to provide me with a good future 
So that's what drives me every single day to keep doing this. And the fact that I love it and it makes me excited to go do it every single day. All right. So how many different types of uh, fight dis disciplines are you trained in? Um, I'm trained in traditional Kung Fu, Chole Fun Hungar, Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai, San Shao, which is Chinese kickboxing, and then MMA as well. Man, you are just a killer, I swear. Like, I would not mess with you, not even, like, at the grocery store. Like, get, get away. That guy looks like he could cause some danger around you. Um, so what is your current fight record? Uh, current fight record is 4-0 in kickboxing slash Muay Thai, and then 4-1 in MMA. All right. And do you have any plans of going pro? Of course, of course, of course. The goal is to go pro by around, like, mid to end of next year. And then, you know, continue that journey as far as it'll take me. Okay. Um, so for this upcoming fight, do you feel that you are well prepared for it? Are you excited? Like, give me a little feedback of what your mind is um, going through right now, preparing for this process. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm usually a lot of times, like, I'm excited for fights, but a lot of times I get a little nervous, even on the buildup. But um, this is the first fight I've been, like, excited, excited, like, all the way through. I've already kind of predicted this fight a little bit already. Like I knew I was going to get this fight and I've already like prepared myself for a while that, you know, this might be the guy that I'm going to fight for this. Yeah. And when I got the fight, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I was already prepared mentally to already do this. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I feel great. The preparation that we're doing is amazing. I feel like I'm getting better and better every day. And I'm excited because it's a, it's a good step up in competition as well. Right. Um, because, you know, is a very tough dude I'm fighting and yeah. that makes me more excited because I'm like this is going to give me a good test and I'm about to show you know my true skills out there as well and I feel like you know the higher level competition you go is the um the more it's going to bring out of you to be even better so that's what excites me the most I, I feel that that's very true um I've seen your fight journey and I've been to like your fights and um, I've seen the different opponents and when, and I've also followed this fighter's um, you know, journey. I've seen him fight as well. So I definitely know the level of competition. He's a dedicated fighter. I, um, I think he fights out of Coconut Creek, American top team, and that's a great team. And, uh, but I already know that my team is better. <laughs> Fight camp shirt, repping it right now. This is a, the exclusive shirt. Like you had to be in it to get this shirt, one of a kind, limited edition. Sorry guys. <laughs> John Wayne Martial Arts, shout out to you guys. Um, all right, which, you know, is my next thing I wanna bring up. You guys are such a close family. Your team is very like loyal to each other. You guys have been growing not only within um, the mixed martial arts community, but even digital. Like you guys are on TV, you guys are doing like Chinese festivals. Um, tell me how growing up in this sport has developed you as a professional, not only like for the fight world, but in your everyday life. Um, well, you know, one of the things that we learned from John, who's our head coach, who also owns the school, um, you know, is just how to have a good image, right? So put a good image out there. And he's kind of shown us that since we've been growing up and just the way he does everything. 
you know, how you want to present yourself, how you want to be out there. So that's one of the main things we want to make sure that we present ourselves in the way we want to be received, right? I don't want to go out there and like act like an asshole. And then people are like, oh, he's just cocky. No, that's not how I am. I go I up there and actually act- gets the views though. You know, oh, he's a shit talking fighter. And then, you know, you either put up or you shut up, you know, but you guys seem to remain humble. And that's what I love about you guys. You guys have like this very confident, um, outpour of hard work and just dedication to this sport and you guys um all motivate each other with i see you know you're one of your training partners is david who is also a a fighter in the xfn league and um i think this guy joey he has an upcoming fight as well he's one of your training partners um you know what i this team is unstoppable right now 2020 has been a great year you know even with the coronavirus and just the having to change the standards of your training. Um, which brings me to my next question, coronavirus. Coronavirus, we hear it everywhere. We see it everywhere. Um, how did that affect you? I know you had a fight that was planned, I think right before the quarantine, and that was another title shot. What what weight class was that for the title shot? Um, so that was gonna be the 155 title against Devin Dixon. Um, that was scheduled for like, you know, right in the beginning, before quarantine started, we were like, we got that fight. And then once quarantine hit, that was like the beginning, like maybe a week or two before, like I planned to start like an eight week training camp. And, you know, for me, it was like, all right, you know what, I'm, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do whatever I can to keep fighting and keep doing it. But when I started trying to train for it, it became to the point where it's like, I'm not getting the training that... I know I need and that I want to be able to have for this fight. Mm-hmm. You know, my yeah, main so thing. Even we're like training in the middle of a hallway, like trying to do Yeah, this. you know, we were, we were trying to get in any work that we can. And, um, you know, not like it was bad, but it was just if I wanted to do the best that I possibly could, it wasn't going to give me what I needed. And me, like, you know, I uh, pride myself off my preparation. And that's what gives me my, my confidence is if I have a good preparation going into a fight. So if I don't have good preparation and I'm not going to feel that confident. So not having the same preparation, I knew I wasn't going to have that same confidence going to the fight. And especially for a title fight, I don't want to go in there like half-assed or not thinking I got it. So I wanted to make sure that I had the proper training, and which is why we, t- we uh, dropped out of that fight, which really sucked, you know, yeah. but had to do it because want to make sure that we're making the right decisions out here. You know, I'm not trying to go out there and get hurt or even let myself down. Cause I knew if I went out there half-assed and I would have lost knowing that I pro- that I could have beat that guy, then it would have made me feel even worse. So it was, a, it was a smart decision that I made. Right. Would you ever go back to um, maybe going back to get that title one day? To 155? <laughs> yeah. mm, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I know you're a little bit heavier in, uh, in a weight class, and I think you're comfortable at this weight class right now, um, but you're killing it. 155, I know it has its challenges for that weight drop. Maybe. Never yeah. know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't see it at the moment. To be honest, yeah. like, in my mind, I don't really like, you know, um, the whole double champ thing is cool and all, yeah. but... I think it's it's more impressive to stay in a weight class and defend your throne, uh, which a lot of fighters don't do now anyway, um, right. because they see the whole double champ and they try to chase it, mm-hmm. or they get a belt in one division and try to go get it in another organization, and then they don't don't defend either of their belts, right? So 
I want to be able to have that experience of getting a belt and defending it. And I think that's a little, I think that's more challenging than going and chasing another belt, another weight class, because you look at the greatest fighters ever. Those are the guys who stayed in their weight classes and destroyed their whole entire division. They cleaned them out. And that's kind of what I want to do before I go pro. I want to stay in my division. After I win my championship, stay there, clean out those contenders and then go pro. All right. I mean, that seems kind of like in the rankings of Israel and John Jones, like those guys are constantly defending their belts and always, you know, pretty much demolishing their opponents. Um, So with uh, moving forward, I feel that I know that you are definitely on the right track to becoming a pro. Um, which, uh, fight promotion is like the top three that you feel that would be beneficial for a debut in coming into the pro? Um, a hundred percent. I think that Bellator would probably be like one of the best ones. And especially because I see Bellator, um, cause like, you know, you have like the top big three promotions, like Bellator yeah. one and UFC. And out of all of them, Bellator is the only one that I see that really gives debut fighters a chance um, coming from their amateur record, going in like, oh, and no, fresh in there, going and giving them a fight. So that would definitely be an awesome one to go for. China FC is a great promotion as well. You know, they have a lot of good guys who make their way up into the UFC also. And then um, Combat Night as well. They, they put on a great show and they have a lot of good fighters there as well. So that'd be a good one to debut at as also. Hell yeah, you did. Um, I believe it was your second MMA fight you went to combat night? Third, third right. Third. Okay. Third. Second was where? Second was it was Kingzilla. Yeah, I remember that fight. I remember that fight. That was a great fight night. Um, and a good card, of course. And then I think once uh, you won that one, it opened up the eyes to the MMA community. Like, oh shit, this motherfucker's bad. <laughs> like, he got hands. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I was what? I had one fight and I fought a guy with about four fights, three or four fights. And he was already a champion in another, um, what's it called? Another organization. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got this guy who has one fight. In MMA against guy who was like three or four and was already a champion of the organization, so that was already a tough fight um, yeah. going into it. So yeah, I remember. Yeah. I think everybody was really nervous for that fight, and I remember being there and just um, I think like we had to wait like an hour just for the EMTs to come in and just you guys were oh, warm yeah, up was... ready and like I feel like there's always something that happens and like I remember the time that um, I think. Mo sent somebody to the hospital too. We were waiting and you were just warmed up. You were the fight right after and you were in the ring just waiting to get like into it and like just the jitters. I don't know how you guys do it. And your mom too. I love her so much. She's always in the stands. I'm always trying to stand right next to her. Like uh, I'm like, oh my God, I can't deal with the anxiety. I don't know how she does it, but she's like calm, cool, collective. She's like, my baby's got this don't worry and then just seeing her reaction when you guys do win or lose honestly she's just one of like the most humble people that i've seen and just is a great support system um which i want to bring up your support system your training partners like who are they are um and like how do you think that you guys all develop as a team together um so support system definitely number one goes to mom as you already said, you know, um, she's been there since the beginning. 
she, uh, you know, gave me the tools of just, you know, being a man as I grew up to be able to, you know, do what I want to do and be able to do it successfully. So definitely the number one goes to her. Um, all my training partners, you know, David, Mo, um, Joey, Josh, Arthur, um, Osai, you know, and the coaches, Sifu, Eric, Mario, and Joe, like all of them have helped us so much, you know, giving us everything that we possibly need. Um, Eric has been there since I started my first, like, you know, um, MMA fight. Like, you know, we were getting ready. Sifu's like, all right, I need to bring someone in. You know, he brought in Eric. The juggernaut and, striking coach. Like, I, I every time he would come to the gym and I was there, I'm like, oh, shit. He's ready to work. <laughs> like, and he pushes you guys, which I love. Yeah. I remember when I first met Eric, I really didn't think he liked me. I didn't, I thought I thought like he was just kind of like, uh, the fuck are these kids over here? And like, you know, Eric, <laughs> and when Eric teaches, he's a very, very meticulous um, yes. person. So everything I was doing, it was like, nope, do it this way. Okay, nope, do it this way. I was like, God damn it. Can I get anything right? Like, shit, I thought I knew how to do a jab. Like, you know, so, um, but he's really molded our game a lot and been able to give us a lot of skills, but also, um, give us the freedom to be able to kind of do what we feel like is good for us. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of coaches are kind of like, Oh, if you are like, I don't really like it this way. Kind of do it this way. All right, well, let's work on it. How you feel more comfortable with it. This is how I still want it to kind of be, but we're going to work. You know what I mean? Like he gives us the opportunity to kind of um, still go with um, what our natural inclination inclination is for certain things, but still making sure that it's going to work the way he wants it to. Right. Um, And then obviously I'll give, you know, the shout out to my number one, like, my biggest supporter, uh, Rita, who's my girlfriend, who helps me out with so many things, um, wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be where I am right now without her. Like, I think one of the biggest things that helps me out is having that support behind me um, every day when it comes to um, being my emotional support coach, my, my um, nutritionist, my doctor, like pretty much anything I need, she's there for me. So she's definitely one of the biggest things that helps me in my journey along all the way to the top. And the good thing about it um, is that, like, you also train with her, too, because Rita happens to be a beast as well. Like, <laughs> I've, I've gotten kicked by her. she got some strong legs there, that long legs. Um, doctor, love her. Rita, shout out to you. And a fellow fight. She got this shirt, too, I believe, because she's also in fight camp. Fam- yep, fam- yep, yep. <laughs> um, do you have any current sponsors that are supporting you through your fight camp right now? Um, right now, no. Um, we have been like working a little bit with uh, Fusion CBD um, for our just for our school in general, and you know they've been helping us out a lot. And they've been giving us some great products and stuff like that. But you know we're putting some feelers out there, putting uh, putting the word out, see if we can get anything before you know the fight comes up. Yeah, I love Fusion CBD. They're the best, honestly. Um, they are a great uh, fight promoter. They have a lot of um, athletes that they support from you know amateur to pro, and I. I you know, shout out to you guys. CBD sponsorships. <laughs> um, anyways, let's um, get down to some things that you may like. Like, who's your favorite uh, UFC fighter right now? Uh, favorite UFC fighter right now has to be Israel Adesanya. Um, mm-hmm. Dude's a freaking beast. I love his striking game. It's probably the best right now in the UFC. Like, no one's able to set traps and do the different things he does and set his range and just catch people the way he like he's just freaking phenomenal mm-hmm. um i would also say Khabib, but he's retired you know who knows but um 
<laughs> Khabib's just a freaking monster, man. Like the the complete dominance that he has is just is just amazing. Um, yeah, so those would be my like my like top two right now. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, when Israel's in the ring, I feel like he's smooth like butter. Like I feel like it's just another day in the in the park. I mean, especially during that um, I think Romeo fight. I was like, what am I watching right now? I was like, <laughs> I was very confused at that fight. But... Hey, you got you got to do what you got to do to be able to win the fight. You know, you're a champion, and also the fact that it was like you know, Romero didn't do shit the whole fight either. People like to talk all this shit like, oh, Izzy wasn't. Romero stood there solid still for like a good the first like a minute or thirty seconds in the first, in the fight like he's not doing anything. I don't get it. Sometimes I think like you know everybody just likes to be a part of the hype. <laughs> um, well, Romero's like a he's a specific fighter. He has like he can only explode so much, and he has five rounds to be able to do it. So he has to like really take his time and be able to. Um, wait for his explosion time because if he explodes too much he's gonna go out and he's figured out a way to be able to like still fight well without gassing himself out but he has to take his time and wait for his explosions because he's got those fast twitch muscles i mean what about you like are you one of those i'm gonna knock your head off within the first round kind of guy or you really just like to you know take your time with it and feel out your opponent see if it's worth you know putting all that skill that you're trained to do in the ring as well um i feel like i've come to be more of a, of a calm aggressive like i'll come i like i'll start i'm pretty much come forward i'm not i'm not gonna wait for you i'm gonna go forward and put my game plan into motion and if you give me the opening i'm gonna chase it if not i'm just gonna still put my work in and you know um see what we'll see what comes out yeah, because like I, I've you know been to so many different fight nights, and you either get the fighter that as soon as that bell rings, they're like you know death match, you know finish him kind of like within thirty seconds kind of fights, or you get the ones that are a little bit more entertaining, they give you a kick, they give you a little ground game, they give you some good striking. Um, I kind of I'm like in between both. Sometimes I like the hype of you know somebody getting knocked out within thirty seconds. And then sometimes I like to see a good three, four, five round match, like a bloodbath. <laughs> There's no in between, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, so right now you host a, you're an instructor for an MMA class. How do you think that helps you develop as a fighter, being able to teach others what you know? Um, just with anything, the more you teach something, the more you're going to learn about it. Um, so for me, it just it allows me to kind of see the game from a little bit of different perspectives. When I teach certain things, I'm like, oh, wait, I got to do it a little bit this way. When I'm teaching something and I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, OK, that doesn't really make sense. Why am I doing it this way? And it kind of just allows me to you know, see the game from a couple of different perspectives. Uh, you know, the best thing you can do is if you want to get better at martial arts is to teach it, I believe. And, you know, my dad kind of preached that to me for a while. So um you know, any like when it comes to all my martial arts that I teach, it allows me to become better and better every single day. Yeah. Um, so you think you have a future in coaching if you're not going to be fighting in the future? Oh, 100 um, percent. I've like in my mind, it, like I have like a bunch of different paths that I kind of see myself <laughs> taking. And yeah. like, you know, after being a fighter, I've always thought about um, being able to be a coach, like a color commentator. I've always I wanted to commentate as well. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to be able to. 
for sure. And like, I know you like to talk shit too. Sometimes I've seen your podcast, which uh, we will, he will be mentioning on his social handles in a minute. Uh, but yeah, I think you'd be a great commentator, especially because like, I know every week you give like a little feedback on, on your Instagram live on certain UFC fights or whatever fights that um, are happening within the weekends. Um, do you feel that doing that also helps you like just motivate yourself to keep informed with what's going on in the fight world? Well, yeah, I, I pretty much, wa- well, I watch the fights one because I, I, you know, I enjoy them. Like, you know, everyone's like, uh, they got their Sunday football, their what this, their Thursday night, whatever crap. Mine's is just Saturday nights watching UFC fights, you know, Tuesday nights, the contender series. Like those are the stuff I look forward to watching all the time. And my main thing is like, for me, I want to watch every fight because I want to be able to see if I can learn something from every fight, whether it's someone who has a style like mine or not like mine or something that I'm going to face similarly. Like, I want to be able to see that. Um, and I, I like, in, in my mind already, like, I see dudes in the UFC who are welterweight. I'm like, all right, these are the guys I'm going to be fighting when I get there. Like, I got to learn about these guys. I got to see these different things. But for me, it's mostly just because, like, I, I'm, I'm very good at watching things and picking things up. So I want to be able to, like, learn as much as I can just from even watching guys fight. Do you think you would ever want to be on the Contender Series? I think that would be an awesome opportunity. Oh, yeah, that, that would be great. Um, that's kind of, like, my mindset of what I kind of see it going. Um, unless, you know, I get, like, a shot right away. But, um, you know, from, like, just fighting and they pick me up. Like, you're like, you know, Dana White's looking for a fight or something like that. You know, there's a bunch of avenues to get in there. But um, yeah. the contender series would be cool. I think it's a good thing because it kind of gets your name out there a little bit more before you make your debut. Um, people kind of get to see who you are. They get to learn a little bit about your story. So I, I, I do think it's a very good way that um, Dana White builds up the sport because you're getting to know these people first. Like, they get their little story first. Then they get to go out there and it's your chance to prove yourself. You prove yourself. You get there. And now when you go in there, it's like, oh, he was a contender series vet. He went from yes. the contender series. And people are like, oh, I already remember that guy. I know who he is, you know? So I definitely think the contender series would be a good way to get in the UFC, um, especially because it gives you, like, little name uh, notoriety before you get there. I think so, too. Hopefully I'm going to wish positive vibes on you. You know, if somebody's listening, somebody's watching, my guy here, definitely contender series material. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you so much uh, for doing this interview with me. I wish you the best on your upcoming fight. I will definitely be in the stands um, per CDC standards, six feet away from everybody else. But (laughs) coming to watch the show, Um, go ahead and share your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all kinds of accounts. I'm going to also share that information on my YouTube links. Uh, So, yeah, go ahead. All right. So for Instagram and Twitter, it's the same D Morrison underscore MMA on Facebook. You can find me at D Morrison MMA, all one word. And then on YouTube, the evolving fighter, that is my YouTube channel. I'm trying to be like Lisa, get my podcast running, but that'll, that'll take a little bit of time. Um, And then uh, you can also follow me on, I have a podcast with one of my good friends called the Yurt podcast. Y E five R podcast. Cash. You can follow us on Instagram and then follow my boy Matthew Katijo on YouTube where you will see our podcast. At. Yeah, I love sure. Matthew. You guys are pretty awesome on your podcast. Um, you know what I was laughing about the other day that I was thinking about the Kung Fu Boys. They haven't made a comeback, bro. I'm ready for the it's next been a while. Couple. It's been a while. <laughs>
<laughs> I need a little a little song, maybe like a Christmas song before the end of the year. <laughs> oh, jeez. You guys are hilarious. Um, if you guys don't know about the Kumbu Boys, you're going to have to really tap into the John Way uh, lifestyle over there. And then, of course, yep, follow John Way Martial Arts at John Way Martial Arts on Instagram as well, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. Yeah, if you want to keep up with John Way and all their fighters, um, go ahead and follow them. I personally grew from that gym. That is my home team, and I try to work out anytime I come back to Broward. Thankful for everybody at that gym. Shout out to everybody over there. And Daniel, thank you so much again for this. Uh, this is uh, something that's going to grow, hopefully. And hopefully I want to have you come back after your fight so we can see what the update is and how everything is going on with you. All right? Of course, of course. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Like I said, super proud of you for this. Um it's just be able to pick up something, say I'm going to do it and go ahead and do it. A lot of people talk a lot of shit, but they don't do it. So I'm very proud of you. And I can't wait to, you know, watch these shows, see you grow. I'm excited. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Love you. Have a great day. I know you're going to work out and probably eat like an egg sandwich now. <laughs> and I appreciate the love. So we will be sharing this link. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lisa with the Z podcast. We out. Happy Friday.